Hi everyone, Matt Waldron here from Level Next Leadership. Thanks for tuning in to On The Pulse. This podcast is the overflow of my own life and looks at practical strategies, insights, models, and tactics to help you lead yourself well and live purpose congruent. My hope is you can get access to some personal breakthroughs, build that great life of yours, and be a gift to the world. Thanks for your time today. Hi everyone, and welcome to uh, On The Pulse. The title of my podcast today is called Game On 21. And this is about, this podcast is about having a theme, a purposeful theme for your year. It's a theme that uh, puts you in a certain direction. It creates focus for you. It helps you improve your clarity. It motivates you on the difficult times. It creates creativity. It keeps you on the plan. Every single year I have this practice of coming up with a theme for my year. And this year my theme is Game On 21. This is my purpose uh, for the year. And your theme for the year should inspire you and have alignment to what you're really good at. It should be really, uh, you should really believe in what you're doing and what you're committed to. It, it must create uh, practices and improvement and growth in our lives. It, it must help us to live more clearly and intentionally. It helps us to create that purpose congruent lifestyle that we really want and to, to have that flow. And it's going to connect you to the right people, the right places, the right situations. You know, people often ask me, well, who am I, Matt? And I say, it's not so much about who you are. It's more about who you're becoming. You see, who are you becoming this year? That purpose theme that I put over my year, Game On 21, helps to anchor me in my health, in my relationships, in my business, in my finances. It's a holistic thing. It's that purpose banner over your life to help you show up and get to the end of the year and actually become and it, the person you want to become, that growth that takes place, and actually achieve some of the things that you want to achieve. I want to read something to you from um, Simon Reynolds' book, Why People Fail. And it's his first chapter, and he talks about unclear purpose. I'm going to read it to you. He said, here's the truth about success. You don't have to be the smarter than everyone else in the room or better looking or more connected or luckier or to make it big in life. You just have to focus, really focus on what you want and how you can get it. The reality is that most people are really quite unclear about their desire for life. Sure, they want to be successful, sometimes very much. But when you ask them how, what, who, why, their purpose they are usually foggy about the details. The average person has no clear purpose, and that's the very reason why they're average. But very occasionally, you'll find someone who is not necessarily brighter than the competitors, but much more clear about what they desire and who they want to be and where they want to end up, and they're the ones who make it in the game of life. And you know, I find that just so such a powerful statement because I truly believe in that. And that's what I'm talking about with this theme over your life for the year is it's about your purpose for the year, who you're going to become and what you're going to be achieving. I'm going to read something else here uh, from page 30 of his book by Simon Reynolds. He says, it's under life purpose. If I ask you, what is your life purpose? What would you say? 
Do you have an overarching philosophy of life, a primary reason to get up every morning? Or are you just pulling along by current events, deadlines, and people asking you things to do? Amazingly, most people can't articulate what their life purpose is. They literally have no reason that they are here on the planet. As a result, there is little dynamicism in how they live. They coast through life, look at the next small pleasure. They try to avoid any possible pain. They are rudderless, often not, and often not miserable, but not bursting with optimism either. So let me read that last bit again. But not not uh, often miserable, but not bursting with optimism either. See, what is your life purpose for this year? I think asking yourself, what is my life purpose for my life? I think it's a too big a question and we get fogged out by the massiveness of that. So I break it down to one year at a time, sometimes two years, sometimes three years. Sometimes I can see a bit further ahead and I know you can too. But what is your life purpose for this year? You know, your theme should show you where you're going to arrive by the end of the year. So it's helpful to ask, what is the overarching banner over my year? I find this to be a really doable thing for most people. Some of us uh, struggle to see two, three, four, five years ahead. Um, I think the year-long mark is a great uh, way of you know, stretching some of us who struggle to see into the future a bit, but also brings those futurists a bit more back to planet Earth to be able to step out and execute for for 2021. So my title of my year is Game on 21. But last year, my uh, theme for last year was vision 2020 now like when you go to the optometrist and they say mr waldron you have 2020 vision well last year uh, was a bit of a bit of a hard one for all of us huge amounts of uncertainty and it's still it's still rolling out um at the moment but huge levels of uncertainty and people went into survival mode and i i sort of thought uh halfway through the year that i'd sort of got my my theme for the year wrong. You see, in 2020, I made a massive shift in my life. I moved from Canberra to Brisbane and obviously the cold weather to the hot weather. You know, everything changed in my life. Jobs, location, friends, family, everything. And so, you know, I had this massive change. And then when you know, COVID-19 hit, it really spun everything out of play because I was going to launch my business to a new level up here in Brisbane halfway through last year, 2020, and it just didn't happen. And um, I started to sort of get quite confused and I went back to that 2020 vision. And what it did is it invited me and encouraged me to get back into a place of clarity. And what I realized for myself was that I had not got clear enough in 2020 to go forward and keep building, you know, a great life year after year. And so it invited me into a much deeper level of self-reflection and introspection and, and asking myself purpose questions and all that, which then unlocked unlocked a 2020 vision for me to build, you know, uh, level next leadership and what I want to do into the future. And so that theme for our year can really help us to anchor certain investments and, and, and people we need in our lives. It can, it can really help us like a, like a North Star to navigate the, the, the smooth waters, the still waters, the choppy waters of life sometimes 
that come to play. So I've found that a tremendously valuable practice to take some time to reflect upon uh, what is my year? What is the banner or the theme over my, my year? And I'm encouraging you, you know, to do the same. So I want to talk a bit about focus uh, and, and I want to talk a bit about purpose. And then at the end, I want to talk about some practical steps around how you can create a theme for your, for your year, even though we're, we're in February right now. So when you think of people like, um, when we talk about focus, we think about people like Roger Federer. What's the first thing that comes into your mind when you think of Roger Federer? Well, it's tennis player. If you think of Lance Armstrong, Lady Gaga, Jesus Christ, Tony Robbins, you know, Richard Branson, um, Oprah Winfrey, you know, whoever we think of these people, we, we can see that one, often one key thing comes to them. And one of the most amazing things about focus is that it is like a magnifying glass that homes in all the power that we have into that small place and begins to make its mark and begins to to get through things. Now, most of us who are in business know that to break through in business, you have to come up with a niche market. You have to kind of come up with one one thing that's really gonna launch you and break you through in business before you can then diversify at the other side of things. But, you know, it's funny that it's, it's kind of counterintuitive. We feel like sometimes that we can do, because we can do lots of different things, we should offer lots of different things. But the nature of success, if you look at successful people, they are extremely focused. And they have disciplined themselves in, in these things. And maybe, you know, you're like me, and that it's not a natural thing for you. For me, I'm not a naturally focused person. I'm not naturally a precise person. I, um, I, I've had to learn and, and continue to learn over the years to, to be better at these things. So when it comes to focus, you know, the average person is average because they have average clarity and focus. It's average. Like I did in, in 2020, halfway through the year, I realized that my focus, my clarity was average. And so I was going to have an average year and it was inviting me into a deeper sense of clarity. Success always avoids the confused person. Success is very simple, but really be really clear about what you want, what you believe in, and set up your life in such a way with the practices that you need to achieve that thing. See, I believe this year for all of us, it's about getting that next level focus. You know, we have at our fingertips a very powerful resource, the ability to decide what we are going to put our focus on in life. It is quite subtle at times and escapes those who are not taken on the journey of self-development, self-awareness and self-introspection. The power of focus means we get to select, we get to select what is going to dominate our attention, our investment and, and indeed shape our lives for the future. Hard times have the potential to make us better or bitter based upon our focus. So we focus on the, the tragedy that the, the, can make us bitter. But if we focus on, right, how do I overcome that? How do I forgive? How do I move forward? We can, we can move forward into greater things. The cool thing is we get to choose our focus. Does, it doesn't mean it's easy, but like most things in life, getting clarity and getting clear and getting precise about what it is that you want to achieve this year. And, and if you don't achieve it, it's a fail. 
What you need to achieve this year is within your grasp to, to get clarity and identify with. You know, we hit the target we focus on. So if our target is foggy and blurry, then then we will hit that target. You know, it's, it's been said that, you know, mediocre people uh, have a mediocre focus. You know, status quo people have a status quo focus. That's why they're status quo. That's why they're just... So if, if you are someone like me who wants, you know, your life to really matter and you want to, you know, every year build a, a better, build a greater life and build upon things like a fine wine, you know, it, it's a great time to get, to take some time out and get some clear focus. I remember one time when I was about 16 years of age and um, I was in a bit of a BMX bandit group and we had about 16 guys and I remember, I remember I was about 17 years of age and, you know, we, from our house, the shops was probably a couple of Ks away and we used to ride down uh, this, this, this street and then down this steep pathway and then there was a, a steep right turn uh, before we got onto the road all the way to the shops. And on this bend was a lot of gravel and it was a sharp, difficult corner to navigate after you'd had a lot of speed coming down. And there was a waterway pole right there, almost on the path. It wasn't off the path. It was right on the corner. So if you came down that, came down the mountain too fast and cornered too hard, you would hit that pole. The amount of my friends who hit that pole and mangled themselves and hurt themselves, it was it, almost every week one of us would come off and hit that pole. And what I noticed is that for many years, I never hit that pole because I never talked about it. I never engaged in the conversation. And what I realized is a lot of my friends would talk about the fear that they had of hitting that pole and the excitement and, oh, I don't want to go too far. And they'd talk about not hitting the pole, not hitting the pole, not hitting the pole. And then a lot of them would hit the pole. You see what I'm sort of getting at here? There was this one time where I, some for some reason, engaged in the conversation. I don't know why, but I did. And I began to sort of get a bit of a nervous anxiety and think, geez, I've, I've, for, for a couple of years, I've never hit that pole. And I thought, oh, well, I don't want to hit that pole. That's not what I want to do. And rather than focusing, and I realized that I used to focus on getting to the shops. Whilst ever I had that focus, I would navigate the rest to get there because my focus was to get to the shops in one piece. You know? But this one time, I changed my focus from the shops to the pole. And you can imagine what happened. That very day... I hit that pole so hard, I mangled myself in the frame of the bike so hard. And I learned a really profound lesson that we always hit what we focus on, so choose wisely. We always hit what we focus on, so choose wisely. And that's what it is about this theme for the year is you've got to choose wisely. You've got to do some work behind the scenes, but you will hit what you focus on at the end of this year. So focus in the Cambridge Dictionary says this, it's the main or central point of something, especially of our attention and our interest. The direct attention towards something and moving towards it. With the advancement of technology, we are discovering how the brain works in this area. Dr. Julie Schwarzdorf, MD, says, your brain directs focus capability by filtering information by filtering important information and moving it up the ladder for deeper processing while suppressing interruptions for irrelevant bits and pieces, a function known as efficient selection. 
The cool thing is that we have the control over what we focus on. So what we fo choose to focus on determines what we find and also what we decide to miss. See, our brain heuristically does this. It deletes, generalizes, and distorts. Most of you guys out there in the coaching space would know this piece. But whatever we focus on, we find more of. Whatever we focus on deletes out what we're not focusing on. Let me give an example of this. When I first uh, had, we're about to have my first child uh, about 20 years ago now. I remember this so clearly that I started to look around as a man for prams. I want to, I want to, I want to check out really cool prams. I want a pram with big wheels and sort of magged and pimped out and all these cool functions. And I was really excited to look for it. And when I started to look for or for you know these prams, I just scratched my head and thought, how many people are having babies? And how many different types of prams are out there? I'd never noticed how many different types of prams with different functions. And I never realized how many people had the same idea as me and my wife at that precise time to have children. And this is heuristics working, you see. We always find what we're looking for. We always notice more of what we decide that that's going to be our attention. So it's really powerful to understand that this is in your power and my power. But let me say to you out there, if you choose not to have a theme for the year, that's okay, but you will get to the end of the year and if you don't have some clear goals, you don't have some themes, you will get to the end of the year and you have no way of measuring whether or not you're successful or not. And you and I, like I said before, we always hit what we focus on. So we need to be deliberate and we need to choose wisely. You know, this is really, I think, important in, in hard times. And Elon Musk gives this advice in challenging times. He says, focus on the signal, not the noise. In other words, we need to get clear about what we want to connect with and forget the rest. The key thing about this is focusing on the signal, not the noise, is that if we don't actually have an articulated, clear focus, then it's actually quite challenging to get through difficult times. We can end up in a whole bunch of confusion and chaos. Here are a few statements about the importance of focus. Focus people are brilliant at making decisions and solving problems. You see, making decisions and solving problems are much easier when we have a clear focus about where we want to be by the end of the year. We can decide uh, quite quickly about lots of different things. Vagueness always leads to failure. If you're vague, you, you, there's going to be failure there. Clarity gives us access to the right people, places, and opportunities. Focus and practice being ordinary, and we will be ordinary. We already talked about that. If we want to be mediocre, then we just have a mediocre focus. If you want to be someone special and, 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 and you want your life to matter and you want to have clear, precise impact, you need to have clear, precise focus and clarity. Otherwise, uh, it, it doesn't happen. Focus displaces confusion and distraction. You cannot have confusion and focus, fogginess and clarity in the same space. It's impossible for us to hold those two concepts. We either have one or the other. Our brain is designed to serve us. So whatever we focus on, the endeavors that we go after, it will help us to find those things. So if we're focused on vagary, it will encourage us with more vagary. We'll be always going to Netflix, we'll always be wasting our time. We'll, you know, that, that, that's what tends to happen. What we focus on, we give power to. What we action consistently will shape our lives. 
Focus creates a greater awareness of the opportunities and pitfalls that we have. So when we have a sense of focus, we can navigate around those icebergs and we can jump over those pits and we see dangerous things and we can move around. But if we're just walking vaguely through life, we can stumble into those things and and get get ourselves injured. Focus creates a greater awareness um, of, of what's happening around us. We give power to what we focus on. Our words and actions follow our focus. You know, focus people are simple but they are profound. And I talk about my wife here. I love the calming effect my wife has on me. She is a really nurturing, healing and wise lady. I bring concerns to her, uh, sometimes in quite a complex way, and she just seems to be able to cut through all that and, and, and make things just really simple but profound. And uh, I remember one example where I was talking about business and really struggling with what's business about and all that. And she just came out with a really clear-cut, focused statement which peeled through everything. She said, businesses, you know, are primarily meant to make money. If your business is not making money, then it's probably a hobby. It's probably just an interest. And that really helped me to clarify, am I in a business or is this just a fun hobby that I try and make a little bit on the side? So that's what I mean by being a focused person, you can really help other people to be really focused as well. Focus magnifies what we see and reduce down what, what we don't see. Becoming a clear focused person is a practice. It's a mindset. It's a skill set. And this is something I've had to work on over many years. Like I said at the start, I am not naturally a focused person. I'm not naturally a precise person. I have to practice this in my daily practice. I have to practice daily being focused. And that means I have to sit down and I do spend about 10 minutes a day just being clear. Before I do these podcasts, I write things out. I get clear. I get precise about what I want to say, what I don't want to say. And, you know, it's it's those practices that we put in place, you know, being clear about your, your, your fitness regime, being clear about your relationships, being clear about these different things. Being, having that clarity will help you achieve the results that you want. We gravitate towards focused people. Have you ever noticed that f- the people who, are, who have clarity in their lives, they're just so attractive and we want to hear from them and they, they just seem to be, everything they say is interesting, everything they do seems to be interesting because they are, they are on mission and they know what they're doing and they inspire us and they also leave us a little bit intimidated that <laughs> that we may need to up our game a little bit. We, we may need to game on for 21 a bit more. Focus creates momentum and generates results. It's very hard to decide at the end of 2021 if you have actually grown, if you've actually succeeded, if you've actually got the results you want, if you don't have a clear set of focus around measuring that too. People who are, have vagary each year that they live you know, they get to the end of the year and they, they, they're sort of confused. Did I succeed? Did I fail? Did I achieve what I wanted? And they don't have a real measuring stick, if you like, or a, a way of really articulating clearly whether or not they have improved their life. You know, and I've mentioned before that focus like a magnifying glass homes all the power of our gifts, our abilities, our talents, our knowledge into one focused lens of breakthrough. And, and that's just an amazing, amazing thing that we can access. So some issues that will displace, you know, focus in your life is distractions. And obviously, it's a bit of a funny one, this one, because to identify and remove distractions out of our life, we have to first get focused. So getting clear about what do I really want in that particular area of our life? That's that adult self-responsibility question we need to ask ourselves all the time. What do I really want in this situation instead of what I'm getting? 
And then once you get clear about what you really want, then the distractions become very clear and you can move them, move them away. And the second thing is dealing with clutter in your life, having a messy car, messy room, messy house. You know, often people like that have a messy head as well. And um, getting rid of clutter. Clutter is is just such a, a weight on us. It kind of drains our energy because it, it's like we've got this uh, this entanglement around us all the time of stepping over things. You, walk, you imagine this, walking into a room that is really messy and cluttered and you're trying to find something. It takes so much energy and time. It's so inefficient. You're stepping over things and you, and, and you can, it, it's that kind of picture that, that can really affect us. People pleasing is one of the things that will take us off our game. I can't say it enough. And I, I, this is a weight that I see a lot of people experience. It's an unnecessary weight. That feeling of obligation all the time to meet everyone else's expectations, it just crushes the soul. So you know, people pleasing will, will get you off your game in a big way. Worrying is another thing that will take you off your game. You see, worry has never been, has never solved really any problem. You know, worry is meant to be a very short-term attention-grabbing thing. It's not meant to be a state of being. It's not meant to become an anxiety disorder. Worry is there to produce a short-term response from us. It's meant to get our attention that something's wrong. We focus in, identify what's wrong, displace it out of our life, and then move on. And one of my mentors gave me a great example of people who are, who are worry warts and whereas they're like people in a rocking chair where they get in that chair and they go back and forth about an issue and, and it's okay. It's, it looks fine for the short term, but then they stay there for a day or two or more and really it's just such a pointless exercise. Not only do you look ridiculous going back and forward, but you waste so much energy and you never get anywhere in a rocking chair. And when we have worry and when we have some of those difficult emotions that rise up, they're actually calling for clarity and action. Like anger is a great emotion for that. Anger is actually a very physical emotion. For me, when I get frustrated and angry, I sit down and try and identify what it is. And if I can't really get clear on it, I will go out and do something. I'll ride my bike. I'll get physical because anger needs to be expressed physically through the body before it clears way for a clear vision and and, and to, to sort of come in there. The last thing I want to talk about in terms of things that will take us off our focus is uh, having you know issues in our life, like having traumas and having um, uh, you know deep things inside of us from our child of origin. And the picture I want to give you here is that of a piece of rope with knots in it. And you know when that knot might represent a certain traumatic event, and some people have a few knots, some people have lots of knots, but all I know is if, if you pull on that rope hard, if you be hard on yourself, if you try and break those things open, which a lot of people do, it actually tightens up the knots and embeds those traumatic issues in more, which then takes you more off your game. So we need to be really kind and gentle with ourselves with all these things, with distractions, clutter, you know, people pleasing. Just be gentle, be gracious to yourself, provide yourself a safe, curious space to, to face this truth work. This truth work is difficult to face, ladies and gentlemen. It is, isn't it? It's really hard to face because, uh, you know, when we look at ourselves in the mirror and we realize that there's things that need to improve and grow, if we have a hard on ourselves mindset, you know, it pushes us into game playing and we just can't get the breakthrough. So, you know, we just need to accept 
that there's lots of times in life that we need to ask for help. We need to ask for help and get help with the knots that are in our lives. So if you're struggling with some knots, you know, then you need to go and get some help to actually, and just accept it. Just humble yourself up and just say, that's life. I've had to do it myself many times and I will continue to do it when I come across a knot in my life that I, I need to undo. So let's make this level next 12 months. Uh, really practical. As I said, mine's called Game On 21. 2020 was Vision 2020. For you, um, it's going to be something. But the key thing we need to just make sure here is that it's a nice, clean, overarching statement. You don't want to say, it, it might be something like, you know, healthy me 2021. It can't be healthy me, great relationship, good finances, um, you know, career of my dream 21 you know it's that that takes us away from the very idea of focus it sort of has to be one overarching banner that other things come into play for us so step number one what is the one thing you really want to happen at the end of this year that would say yes my year has been successful my year has been fulfilling my year has gone in the right direction what is the one thing you really want to happen by the end of the year to say yes I've got the success and got the results that I want. Once you've got that sense of clarity, which will take you some time, it'll take you some time to look for the signposts. And, and you know, in, in life, nothing is just sort of random like that. There's always signposts. There's always things that people say. There's things you can look back in your journal and see what you've written in there. But the question is, what is the one thing you really want to happen for you this year? And when you have answered that question, then you can put into perspective the distractions, the clutter, and the knots. Then you can say, right, I understand now why I have to deal with some of those things because they are going to be obstacles to my progress. The second thing is, why do I really want this to happen in my life? Why by the end of the year do you want this to happen? You need to know your why. You need to know your driver because when it gets bumpy, when it gets hard, it's going to come down to that to hold you in the game and hold you behind the steering wheel and going forward. The third thing is curious research. Why don't I already have what I want in this area? If this is the life you wanted in the last 12 months, why haven't you already got it? Do some research because that'll help you to sort of, ah, it'll help you to sort of highlight some, have some aha moments and highlight some areas that there's some practices in your life that you might need to change and improve on and get rid of or whatever. So do some curious research around why don't I already have what I want? The fourth thing is, who do I need to be to get what I want? Look at others who have what you want. What are they doing? Who have they become? Study these people and put them in a place and, and connect with some of the things that they're doing. It could be a celebrity. It could be a, 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 a person in your life, a mentor, a friend, or whatever. You know, If they have something achieved, something very similar or something almost identical to what you have in the last 12 months, you, you can look at the patterns and the model and, and the things that they've done in their life and you can begin to access the very similar result. The last thing is you need step, steps to, to put into place. So those practical steps, those practical practices that you need to put in place now to ensure that you get access to what you want and that your level next 12 months actually comes to pass by the end of December this year. I really hope that's been helpful in some way, shape or form for you. I really hope that, you know, this next 12 months is that level next year for you where you get 
the things that you really want to happen for your life. All the best. Always cheering you on. Take care till next time. Thanks for being here today. If you would like to get in touch and find out a bit more about me and what I do, please visit levelnextleadership.com. Until next time, I'm cheering you on.